In the news today, several people have been taken to the hospital following a deadly crash on Route 9 in front of the Malta Drive-In. A traffic advisory for you this morning. Remsen Street from Howard to Ontario Street in Cohoes is closed. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Monday morning, everyone. Today is July 15th, and I'm Jess Briganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. How about this weekend? What a beauty both Saturday and Sunday were. A little warmer to kick off the weekend, but wow, was it comfortable, refreshing yesterday, and that breeze made it feel all the better. Well, today we still have a light breeze out of the northwest at, say, 5 to 10 miles per hour, but today's the most comfy when it comes to the work week and even looking ahead for the weekend. I know it's only Monday, but hang with me. There's a reason I'm looking at that seven-day in its totality. 84 for high today is still close to our average, relatively comfortable when you look at that humidity. This evening, we're back down to 62 degrees, but already by tomorrow, we're warming up to a high of 80. Eight hot degrees and tomorrow we'll have some sun and clouds but also a couple of spotty showers or a rumble of thunder in the afternoon into the evening not a washout but can't get wet at times Wednesday I think we're wetter in fact looking at Wednesday and Thursday the setup of the chance for rain it's all with the remnants of berries so still a tropical depression as of this morning but looking ahead it'll become a low pressure system and that'll turn more and more rain our way so there's still a level of uncertainty when it comes to how much rain we get but I think Wednesday afternoon into the evening we'll get some soaking downpours it'll be muggy enough it opens up those showers, it's hot with a high of 87, and even by Thursday, a high of 88 keeps us warm, keeps us muggy, and there's still some showers and thunderstorms throughout the day and through the early evening. By Friday, we're drying out, but we are heating up fast. Friday's the hottest, with a high of 95 forecasted, before Saturday, a high of 93, and by Sunday, a high of 92 degrees. So yes, we get through a very warm, very muggy work week, only to have a hotter end of the week into the weekend. Make plans now to make sure that AC is working, get those fans ready, and plenty of water is needed as we prepare for quite a warm week here in the Capital Region. I'm News 10 ABC's Jess Briganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news, Route 9 in Malta back open this morning, but the investigation continues after a deadly accident. One person was killed. Multiple others were hurt after two-car crash in front of the Malta drive-in. It happened Sunday afternoon. The Saratoga County Sheriff's Office is handling the investigation. A family of five is without a home after a fire in Albany over the weekend. This happening yesterday afternoon on Catalpa Drive. Firefighters say when they arrived, flames were already coming out of the windows as the second floor of that home. They were able to get things under control within about a half an hour, we're told. And the cause, of course, is under investigation, but it is not believed to be suspicious. And the Berkshire County Mosquito Control will be spraying for the pests in Pittsfield. The spraying will begin at 11 o'clock tonight. It's expected to last until midnight. It's going to be happening on the streets immediately surrounding Brattlebrook Park and Mercasio Park. A traffic advisory for you this morning. Remsen Street from Howard to Ontario Street in Cohoes is closed. That closure beginning at 6 o'clock this morning to complete the road paving that began last Friday. All vehicles must be removed from the street by the start of the road closure to avoid being towed. A homicide investigation delaying the start of the Boilermaker Road Race in Utica yesterday. Police say it happened about a half a mile south of the starting line. When police got to the scene, they found a man saying that he had killed his girlfriend and was going to kill himself. An investigation is underway into what caused a massive power outage that left large swaths of Manhattan in the dark for about five hours Saturday night. Tens of thousands of customers affected along a 40-block stretch that included pieces of Times Square, Rockefeller Center. People were trapped in elevators on the subway. Con Ed says the outage did not have anything to do with the demand on the electrical grid. And get this, 
It coincided with the anniversary of that massive blackout 42 years ago in 1977 that left most of the city in the dark. Crazy. Well, the Saratoga race course, dark this morning, mm -hmm. but it was a pretty big opening weekend. Successful, right? Despite opening a week earlier than usual. News to NBC's Jamie DeLine joins us from the track this morning with a breakdown on that opening weekend. Jamie, good morning. Good morning, Ryan and Nicole. The first week of track season is officially in the books, and now we're starting to get a look at some of the numbers, which show attendance numbers were actually down this year compared to last year, but betting was up. According to Naira, all sources handled from opening day to Sunday totaled more than $73 million, a 2.5% increase compared to last year, which made over $71 million. But while more money was wagered during this season's opening days, visitors at the track were down. In 2018, Naira says more than 109,000 people were in attendance. This year, that number decreased by nearly 4,000. The earlier week of racing isn't the only different thing about this season. The number of race days have changed from six days a week to only five. Those days being Wednesday through Sunday, which means there are now 36 days of racing left. And the track reopens on Wednesday with the steeplechase. But for now, reporting live in Saratoga, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC. Jamie, thank you. And looking ahead to Wednesday at the track, here's the event calendar. Gates open at 11, first post 1 o'clock. Featured race is the Rick Violet. And for more on these stories and the latest breaking news, you can always head to our News 10 ABC app. If you don't have it, it's free. You can get it at Google Play or the App Store today. Hey, shoppers, Amazon Prime Days is here. What is typically just one day has now been stretched to two days this year for the shopping bonanza online. And they're not the only ones offering deals. No, everybody else is trying to get in on the frenzy, right? Walmart, eBay, Target, all joining and offering blockbuster deals. And on Amazon, new deal as often as every five minutes, but be on the lookout for any scams. Make sure you're on the secured Amazon page. And Global Foundries and the Girl Scouts of Northeastern New York are coming together for the Global Girls Program. Special sessions will teach campers about different parts of the STEM field, including electricity and energy-related topics. Hey, the return of Jeopardy James. You knew it was coming, right, for that Tournament of Champions? He's on the roster. Earlier this year, of course, he won more than $2.4 million over a 32-game win streak. But also playing in that Tournament of Champions, Emma Betcher, the powerhouse who stopped Holzhauer's run. 15 top competitors will be playing in that tournament for a $250,000 grand prize. The 10-day competition gets underway November 4th, right here on News 10 ABC. Stepping into the restored Apollo 11 Missions Operations Control Room, it feels like that message just came over the speaker. July 20th, 1969, America becomes the first country to put a man on the moon. And every mathematical calculation, every decision had to be cleared through this room. Apollo 11 flight director Gene Krantz says it feels like he's stepping back in time. The people that lived here and worked here, the room talks to him. The eight and a half million dollar project recreated every detail, down to the data on the computer screen, the ashtrays, even a specific crew member's coffee cup. We had to get the exact colors of coffee cups, even the patterns of coffee cups. The girl that was in charge of this spent hours and hours on eBay and Etsy and in antique shops and thrift stores. 
Sandra Tetley, the Johnson Space Center Historic Preservation Officer, says it took her team six years to make everything just right, digging through mission control records and the few videos that existed from that day. You are telling history, so it needs to be exact. Grant says it's nearly perfect. Walking into the restored room, he's brought back to the raw emotion of that historic day. This room was uh, really stirring, and the emotional intensity in this room was, uh, I mean, oh, almost overwhelming. It was the kind of thing that uh, it only happens once in your life. Maggie Ruley, ABC News, New York. Starting the day with a wake up rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to newsend.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4 30.